Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Irene Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. Yet, we can't deny that we do face a number of challenges when it comes to planning for retirement and life in our golden years, and that's why today's show promises to be incredibly helpful. Lisa Weitzman is joining us to share some important suggestions on how we can plan for this unique stage of life. She is a social worker. We Care Administrator and Manager of Business Development at the Benjamin Rose Institute on Aging, and Lisa often writes on the topic of living your best life in retirement. Boy, I can't wait to hear what you have to say, so welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Well, I hadn't realized, but I've been reading some articles, and it does make sense now with the longevity factor, that retirement can potentially last maybe 30 years, maybe even longer. So it does represent a significant portion of our lives. And in order to have a happy retirement, that takes some work and some planning, which I'm leaving up to you. But before we start with the specifics, please tell us a little bit about the Benjamin Rose Institute and your role with them. Sure. So the Benson and Rose Institute on Aging is a nonprofit organization based in Cleveland, Ohio. We've been here for about 113 years. And as our wow. name suggests, we are wholly focused on caring for older adults and the family caregivers who care for them. So we do this through our direct practice services, supporting older adults living in our community, and reinforce that with research into what are really best practices and innovative ways to serve this population. Within the Benjamin Rose Institute on Aging, I oversee our Family Caregiver Support Program. It's a program that Benjamin Rose developed about 25 years ago. It's always delivered virtually, so it's not our COVID pivot. And our goal is to best serve our older adults and particularly focus on the family caregivers who allow them to age in place wherever they so choose. What a wonderful mission. And as an older adult myself, I applaud you and thank you. Uh, but <laughs> let's start in again so we can focus in on the, on the retirement issue. It's awfully difficult sometimes and even frightening for some people to even think about it. So why do you think that is? Yeah, so it's interesting. When we think about retirement, I think the first thing we hear is that word, tire. And people think of this as being a stage of life where you go when you're at the end of living, rather than that really empowering statement that you made at the beginning that you could be retired for 30 to 40 years. It's a big chunk of time. I think it's also a scary conversation for people because it's so often framed within the context of loss, a loss of power, a loss of income, a loss of of who you are as a person, of structure, of community. And at the end of the day, a lot of people are defined, define themselves really by their work, their work and bodies, their purpose, their meaning, and that's where they feel successful. And so when those standard measures of what it, how they have identified success, be it their title or their salary or their responsibilities, retirement seems to bring an end to all of that. And so people really struggle around that. And then you overlay that with the general fear that we all have around aging, I think it makes retirement a really scary conversation for a lot of us. 
Well, I can agree with that, but actually on the other side of that, uh, you, you do have a lot more free. It takes a little while to get used to it, but there are many joys to be found in retirement. You know, freedom to do what you want. You can volunteer. You can still make your life, you know, one that is beneficial not only to you but to the larger community. So I was thinking, too, let's, you know, when is there a certain age that's a good idea to start for planning for retirement, or do we just kind of wing it? You know what I always tell people when they ask me that, that the best time to start planning for retirement is yesterday. And I know that seems a little tricky, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know what, I think the people who um, retire best or retire and are happiest and feel most fulfilled are people who have really thought about not just what they're going to retire from, but what they're going to retire to. And so it takes a while to think about what that too is going to look like. So it may take people five to up to 15 years to really figure out that plan. And that's why I think it's so important to start planning for retirement well before you're ready to turn in that notice. Oh, Lisa, I just love what you just said, especially the retire from to the retire to, because, you know, like the, the old saw, you know, if you do, you know, window, a door closes, you open a window, a window opens or whatever. But it is true, I think, really, if you do do some planning and some thinking about what is, you know, what are the important factors, what are your values and things like that, because, you know, you, you could just be happy, quote, unquote, you know, maybe golf every day or all day long, but that might not be what everybody considers happiness. So uh, do, are there, what are some of the considerations that we really want to think about when we do start planning for retirement? Yep, great question. So I think happiness is a good place to start. You know, what keeps you engaged? What challenges you? Um, and really, if you think about it, happiness is the beginning of defining what you value. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't really know if happiness is enough. And I think what is helpful for us to think about is where we find not only happiness, but also meaning and purpose. And so mm. I always tell people, think about where, the, where that intersection is of what you love, what you're good at, and what the world needs. Because this is really that chance where you can make a difference with your life. So how do people connect purpose and passion and that really, I think, is what makes a successful retirement. So think asking ourselves questions like, what makes you excited to get out of bed in the morning? What activities make you feel good about your body? What activities nourish your soul? What motivates you to overcome the challenges you face? And then that great question of, what and whom do you want to do with your life and be in your life? But maybe you haven't gotten there yet. This is that opportunity when you don't have the pressures of your job to define purpose in a whole different way that really focuses on what's best for you. And I think the interesting thing about focusing on purpose is that they found that purpose is a great predictor of health and wellness in old age. And in fact, they say that having purpose in retirement correlates with a 30% decrease in the rate of cognitive decline and a 2.4 times less likelihood of being diagnosed with, with Alzheimer's. So again, how do we combine happiness with purpose as a way to really start to think about what a retirement might look like for you? Oh, boy, Lisa, you are bringing up so many important points. I knew you would, but this is really great stuff because I, from my Thank personal you. vantage point, you know, it's one thing to start dealing with wrinkles, et cetera, et cetera, but 
that is, you know, you get over that. But if you don't feel that you can contribute in some way or have purpose or have a cause to get out of bed in the morning, that can really be tough. And I didn't know that about, you know, that it leads to sometimes, we won't say every time, but to some cognitive decline. So you really do want to think of ways of, again, what what you value and how you can provide value to the, you know, to someone else probably. So, so is there a way, I mean, have you, because Benjamin Rose Institute on Aging has obviously been around for a few years, and you've done a lot of work in this area. So is there a way that you think we could measure how successful our own retirement is? You know, I think it's really interesting when we think about successful retirement, because when we think about what success looks like before we retire, we think about it in very concrete terms, oftentimes terms that are measured by other people. So salary, budget, title, how many direct reports we have. And now, really, we make that huge shift in success because now successful retirement can be defined on our terms, on, on the personal standards that we set rather than on a professional standard that is set for us. And so really, I think it's about thinking intentionally about what is our legacy going to look like? And in that, we can start to think about successful retirement. And I think the other thing to a successful retirement is really thinking about what is our relationship with time. And I know that sounds like a crazy concept, but how much of our lives do we spend in the workday world saying, oh, my gosh, I wish I had enough time, or there's never enough time. And so I think as we embrace retirement and we embrace these years that we have ahead of us, it's changing that perspective, which changes our perspective on what does it mean to be productive, and it places, um, takes away all that judgment about how we spend time. It takes away the guilt about how we spend time and allows us really to thrive and enjoy the time that we have. Boy, really, Lisa, these are all such important points. I mean, I, I because, uh, again, when you don't have an external schedule imposed upon you, when you retire, it, it, so many things are internally driven. And I think, like you just said, there's a shift in, again, I use the word values a lot, but there's a shift in values from kind of being externally oriented, like, you know, what if it, people, how effective was I at that meeting and what do people think about, you know, whatever, to more internally focused into, you know, what gives me, again, that combination you mentioned, happiness and purpose at the same time. So really important stuff. Do you have any suggestions and a little bit, again, more particularly focused on some ways that you one could make retirement work for us in a, you know, particular way? Yes, so I, I have a, a couple of key points that I like to go back to. So, and the first is one we've talked about before in, in this conversation, which is, searching for your passion, and striving for self-acceptance. I think the second is find ways to share your wisdom, whether it's serving as a mentor, a coach, or a guide for somebody else, and using all of that experience that you have. The third suggestion I have for making retirement work is to model acceptance and inspiration. Stay social, so engage with others, and also take risks. Take that chance to learn something new because now, remember, success is defined on your own terms. And at the end of the day, I think what always helps to make retirement most successful and really life in general is to practice gratitude for this time that we have. 
Wow, Lisa. Well, the other thing, too, about um, you were just talking about, you know, practicing acceptance. And uh, one of the best ways to do that, I think, is to keep yourself healthy. (laughs) And I know you have some points on that as well, because that's the one thing you want to be able to give back. You want to have purpose and all that. But if you are not healthy, that is a very difficult challenge. Without a doubt. And I think, you know, that, that question of what is healthy has really come to light since the start of COVID, because we're now recognizing that it's more than diet, it's more than exercise, it's more than, our, more than just our physical health, but this greater definition of I am well to include our mental health, to, cre- to involve what does our living environment look like, our connections with our, with our family, with our friends, with a greater social context. So it's really thinking about, you know, what does health look like and how can I how can I maximize it in all different ways um, during my retirement years? So, you know, not only about following your passion and staying active, but giving back. And I think one of the best things to think about as we think about overall health and well-being in our retirement years is letting go of worrying about the future. I think for so many of us, we get so caught up in what's going to happen tomorrow. And, And again, it's that changing that view around time. Right now, I think in our retirement years, that's the space we have to really focus on. How do I maximize today? How do I get the most out of and give the most back into the day that I have? And I think that really helps to keep all of us as healthy as possible, no matter what our physical capabilities may be. Boy, Lisa, this is, as I'd mentioned several times, I really appreciate you giving us all this great information and food for thought. I will say a lot of food for thought. And I hope maybe next year you'll come back and share more. But before we go today, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave before we close? Sure, just a couple couple things. And I, I think most importantly, don't fear retirement. You, you've worked so hard for this moment. And so now the fun part is finding ways to enjoy it. And remembering that retirement doesn't mean the end of contributing. It means that you have stopped working for pay. But it doesn't mean and it doesn't mean that you have to stop working. It just means that work doesn't have to be everything. And I think also remembering there's still never enough time in that sense of having the wonder of being able to do so many different things. So marvel at your capacity for self-renewal. Hold on to your values, capture the best from your past, and revise what needs to be redone, but be feel inspired to reinvent who you are. And I think my last takeaway would be, as we live longer, consider our obligation to live better as well. Okay, my friend. <laughs> that is great. And I hope everybody out there enjoys super holidays and we can all reinvent ourselves now and in the new year and follow these great suggestions. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, and I really appreciate you sharing your valuable expert or information, and not only that, but your expertise and your insights, because, boy, you brought up, like I just mentioned, food for thought. You gave us a ton of that. So as we mentioned at the top of the show, life and retirement can last about 30 to 40 years, and I urge all of you listeners out there to follow Lisa's advice, make the most of your own well-being, and help make your later years truly remarkable. And the 
as we don't forget to go out there and show the world just how feisty a woman over 50 can be. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. And I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.